Hello, welcome to the Tentality Podcast. It's all about getting that 10 out of 10 mentality, about improving self-esteem, confidence and happiness. With your host, me, George. Melissa and the co-star. That's don't oh. worry, it's me, Chris. <laughs> and our special guest, Jack. And today we're talking about depression, anxiety and general mental health and what you can do to hopefully achieve that 10 out of 10 mentality. That's right. So, with our special guest, Jack, you sounded very enthusiastic. Uh, uh, how are you doing, mate? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right, you? Brilliant. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing, George? I'm okay, thanks. Good it's some good weather today, boys. Yeah, it's been all right. A bit, nippy. a bit nippy. To be, yeah. A bit nippy, really? yeah. Where have you fucking been all day, mate? <laughs> all right, there's kids listening. Is there? I thought you'd put explicit on this thing. I'll do, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, straight in there with the yeah. F-bombs. Right, uh, so what are we actually going to talk about, guys? <laughs> well, okay, so, right. It's not take the lead, Chris. Yeah, go on. All right. All right so, first of all, fuck you. Yeah. All right, fuck off then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then. All right, cut this out. Cut this out. What is going on here? Do they clap or anything, Chris? No, no, no. We're straight in. Oh, Jack, right. Jack right. continue, please. Oh, yeah, what? Is it actually going in? Well, you yeah. said, you're taking the lead, mate. Go on. That's it. What are we talking oh, about today? Bit of a shit, shitty podcast in show, all right. Um, <laughs> I think first of all, when you're talking about mental health and like mental disorders, it's like a, uh, you have to distinct between the two because, like, of course, like everyone has mental health, but they don't have mental disorders. You know what I mean? Like everyone yeah, has good and bad moods, but it's that persistent and. Uh, what should I say? Destructive, like thoughts and behaviours that are a major warning sign of if you've got a mental disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and another important thing is people have to understand that mental disorders are not just like our oh, feelings, like like uh, get on with it, you know, tough up a lip and all that. It's the actual illnesses yeah, that yeah. elicit a wide range of symptoms whether that's mental physical emotional so they're just as much of an illness as a physical disease yeah yeah i think you've worded that like really well it's like you're completely right with that it's uh, as you say it's not just having a tough upper lip a lot of people can just um say that and think that yeah you just got to grow up and get over it but it's really beyond that yeah mate because from my experience you know i used to tell myself that like uh, come on, mate. What the fuck are you doing? Like, get on with it. Like, you know, be a man and all that. But it just mm. ends up like you can end up uh, keeping it all in, and it just you know messes with you more. Mm. So the earlier you like confront yeah. that, the easier it is to you know get over it and start to heal. Yeah. So let's. So uh, Jack, what is? Okay. On. Okay. Jack, what's been your experience then with mental disorders? Um, well, for quite a few years now, I've had depression and anxiety. Uh, you guys probably didn't even know it. I didn't know no, it. No. Probably since like year eight. Oh, right. It's pretty uh, good. Yeah, quite uh, a few years. Yeah, right. side note, we did go to the same school for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were friends from like year seven, weren't we, all of us? Yeah. Yeah. I think, so. yeah. I think yeah. you brought us together, you know? Yeah. yeah, I did actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, because we were all like, all our friends were like in three different groups and then we all sort of merged together, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to say now? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> that's right. So when did, like, you said you didn't know, when did you know? Recently or a couple of years uh, yeah, ago? Yeah, re- recently. Um, Probably, wait, let me just get out of the old calendar. <laughs> uh, probably since. No, fucking hell. Can't actually remember now. Mm, probably since like October of last year. No, oh, right. Oh. I mean, like, I did have. Inkling... What, you, what was it? I did have like, an idea. Yeah. Like, but obviously, I wasn't diagnosed until that time. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, don't really know for sure. But, no, no. Yeah, so... 
Should we try and uh, talk about what depression yeah. anxiety is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll, um... <laughs> no, no. So what's been like, how did you know that you had it or thought you had something wrong with you? Uh, basically, mate, just over the years, it got worse. Mm. And so just like... Yeah, just like feeling shit all the time, like yeah, yeah. feeling really low, like just all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, so, what and, was uh, your your lowest point? Would you say, and how how bad did it make you feel? Because you know, there was obviously a point where you realised, okay, this is definitely where when I'm I'm noticing I've got depression, anxiety, and I'm feeling like absolute shit. And like, what would you say, or when would you say that point was? Um, good question, Chris. Uh, um, let me have a think. I think when you realise that you know, yeah, uh, you're not going into school. You know, you're like banking off, banking off sixth form, like as much as you mm. can get. Uh, you know, you're starting to fail. You know, not doing stuff, uh, not washing. Pretty good. Uh, just like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like just feeling bad, just generally about yourself, like feeling that you have nothing to give mm. and all that, and especially relation, like your dog barking in the background. <laughs> yeah, what's the sound? Uh, yeah, uh, especially relationship with your family, it's strained because once you start all these behaviours, uh, the people that care for you start to notice. Especially mm. if they get really bad and stuff. So yeah, you know, straining relationship with your parents or someone uh, that you love, you know, it does give an inkling because mm. they're the they're because I don't know they they are a big part of giving you help, like trying to get you to yeah. go to the doctors and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. they're definitely the first people that will know when something's up because you've lived with them your whole life. So I mean, they know your standard everyday behaviours so when they start noticing something's up they're like well this this is strange yeah was your have they always been supportive of you or was there a time they weren't I couldn't have asked my parents that's good yeah yeah I mean obviously it's hard if you have like some sort of you know straight like your parents or there's some you know you don't have your parents or you don't have your dad you don't have your mum but Mm. yeah there's always a, right, a way around these things. Yeah, yeah. So when, sorry, like, when was, like, the moment that you absolutely knew you had to go to the doctor or something? Was there, like, a, a defining period, like, moment, or was it just over time? Uh, yeah. um, it all sort of came to a, I was basically forced to say that, I, like, well, not forced, but, like, you know, the jig was up, mate. There's no hiding anymore. I can't just be giving bullshit excuses and stuff. Basically, got clocked for bunking too many lessons at school. No, uh, right. And then, you know, basically, that was it. Like, mm. what am I going to say? It's like, oh, you lost this fucking, uh, you've missed this many lessons. What am I going to say? Like, oh, just didn't feel like going. Like, no, I had to, <laughs> I had to sort of yeah, say it. And so, mm. that was probably the moment where you know, it all came to a yeah, yeah. split out, yeah. How, how would you say the person you told it to reacted? Because, I mean, I take it it was probably, uh, was it arduous? Uh, no, it was my mum. The first person I told Oh, okay, all oh, right. Like, okay, I thought when you're saying someone told you that you're bunking too many less, I thought it would be a teacher. Like, they'd have oh, registered. Oh, because it came home in a letter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so... Um, Yeah, they were pretty good at it because, you know, they've had, well, she's had experiences with it in the past, a different type, but I won't go into too much detail, but yeah, so, I don't know, but when you're in that headspace, you don't really feel like your opinion's worth anything or you think, oh, it's just great at giving you the wrong ideas, like, trying to manipulate you, it's like you're trying to manipulate yourself, like, they won't care or they won't do this, they won't. That it's like mm. um, it's like uh, I'll give you a good analogy. It's like you know when you got your beautiful hairy arms, you put a plaster on there, and you know it's like all the fear of like 
having to rip it off after it's off. It's like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. But obviously, there's still quite a way to go after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Are you on, like, how's your uh, treatment and betterment of it going? Yeah, that, yeah, it's going alright. I think we'll get to that towards, you know, later on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Once we've got cool. past some of the yeah, yeah, okay. crazy stuff. So, um, I'm gonna. I'll ask you guys a question. What, what's your understanding of pressure <coughs> as a mental uh, disorder? Christian, go first. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'd say it's just uh, having feelings and emotions and um, different thoughts that can really that are bad that bring you down that really aren't what you want to be feeling uh, generally on a day to day basis and you try to sort of mentally come over those those uh those bad feelings and bad emotions but you just something else is just bringing you down and something is preventing you from being uh, a much happier much better individual in yourself um i mean that's just <clears throat> sorry excuse me that's just from my um sort of idea general idea george if you've got uh anything else that you think? uh yeah I don't know, I heard it like, just feeling like empty and like numb and, you know, uh, I know a lot of it is like physical, like being tired for no reason, Mm. but even though you're tired, like you can't sleep, you stay up for like, uh, overthinking, like irrational thoughts and stuff that don't, uh, correlate to like the real world and your experiences, but sorry experiences but uh you know you think them anyway and just feeling uh down and sad for no reason you know like all all the time is that yeah. right well roughly but to yeah. people who don't might not have a real understanding of it mm. i've got some of the uh symptoms here yeah. list. so they're persistent low mood mm. feelings of hopelessness low self-worth like low enjoyment of things you used to enjoy yeah yeah uh, low motivation, um, lethargy, which is just being like tired. And, you know, some people say it, my dad said it to me that it's like you don't, you start walking like really slow and doing things really slow. Mm. Uh, over or under sleeping, poor, poor appetite, which is either under eating or overeating, uh, self harm and suicidal thoughts, mm. attempts. And there's two types of, these suicidal thoughts which is passive and active and passive i think is the most common which is like you're not actively wanting to kill yourself but you think oh I'd be better off if i was dead and stuff and then active is actually planning it out okay. sorry to get a bit dark there but yeah no 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 it's true um yeah so that's some of the symptoms obviously there's quite a few more but that's like the main ones yeah yeah how so, many of those would you say you've um you've had or you still you know currently ha- uh, suffer with i'd say it's all of them really uh, mm. maybe not some maybe not on this list but definitely on this list um and i don't know i think it's more of a spectrum sort of thing it's not really like mm. you get rid of yeah. it no, no, yeah, yeah you still feel it but it's like you know over time and with like help and stuff you feel them less at the time right? yeah yeah because I think this idea of happiness sort of things and, like, feeling happy and all that, it's like people feel like, oh, to be happy, I must be happy all the time. Or if I feel sad, then, oh, it's all over. Like, oh. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but no, it's like, obviously, you're going to feel sad, you know, after like You can't control when you're going to feel sad because someone might die or something. You know? hmm. All these things. But it's like just trying to be happy every day. No matter if you succeed, it's sort of that outlook which is more important than how you actually feel. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, moving on, well, carrying on with that, would you say, um, like, you know, there's probably like, one of the darker sides to it, but have you experienced suicidal thoughts or, uh, you know, active or passive? Um, not really any active suicide attempts. Um or anything but yeah definitely passively you think like oh fuck this be better if i wasn't here because yeah it's not a very nice thing to admit but it is Mm. it happens 
Yeah, it's really. Uh, it's uh, tough, so. Uh, if you're feeling it, anyone listening, then not alone. Yeah. But, um, do you reckon the best thing to do is to tell everyone out, tell someone? Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> that's like the cliche thing, it like tell someone. Yeah, yeah. When you feel that way, you don't necessarily want to tell someone, so. No, no. Um, I don't know, just maybe write, like, if you. If you're thinking of telling someone but you're not confident, um, make sure obviously it's someone close to you and that you trust and all that. Um, but something that might be helpful is like writing out how you feel, so you don't so you come in prepared with a list of things, and so you don't get like mixed up in the moment and say the wrong thing so they don't understand or something. Like try and make it clear as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, people, you know, when they are thinking about those types of things or have those types of symptoms they always see when they want to try or if they don't want to try and um, bring out those symptoms and tell other people they always see other people as uh, something to be like they're quite dangerous and they'll always be willing to get them or trying to harm them in a way so I, I guess that's not that's quite generalised but people generally see the bad in other people um I guess yeah, you could true. say that. I mean, if if you are in a low mood, then you're not necessarily going to have the greatest outlook. But, mm. yeah, I guess some people could feel that. I didn't necessarily feel like people were going to harm me or I saw the worst in them, but it was just sort of like, I don't really care. And, like, I don't think people will care and stuff like that. And yeah. Like, it's not going to get better, so why would I bother telling people and stuff like that? Yeah, so then, well, but then, yeah, so you're seeing that side of people, but then what actually happens is they're going to be the most supportive people that you'll ever speak to. Yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't really understand what you're saying there, but yeah, I get you with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I explained it a bit weird there, but you kind yeah, of get yeah, where I'm coming I, from. Yeah, you're seeing all the negative things that could happen, but you're not seeing any of the positive parts. Yeah, yeah. That's a much better way of saying it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you said earlier about um, anxiety as well. Is that something you also suffer with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, not fun. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just sort of like, uh, just, yeah, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll list off some of the symptoms for anxiety, you know, that's yeah, the easiest no. way to get into it. Yeah, yeah. That's the main symptoms, uh, persistent worrying. And depending on your sort of, because there's different types of anxiety, like generalised, social, yeah, yeah. phobias, that sort of thing. So depending on what you're worrying about, it can be just like, like daily activities, um, talking to people, presenting in front of people, or like if you've got generalized anxiety disorder, it could be like abstract concepts, so like dying or like mm. random things. Like usually people with that, like random thoughts, keep, as soon as they've resolved one thought, another one comes in that they start getting, uh, you know, anxiety yeah, about yeah. Um, avoiding anxiety inducing situations, so not wanting to go out and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, feeling like you're being criticised or judged. Um, <laughs> physical sort of ones are like increased breathing, heart rate, sweating, and yeah. um, panic attacks. But they can accompany social anxiety and generalised anxiety, or if they're like consistent enough um, and really bad, then you can get diagnosed with something called panic attack disorder, which is a different thing entirely. Okay. Um, and yeah, um, these, these are obviously these two um, disorders are the most common in the UK. I think worldwide. Um, I'll just give you a little statistic for you, a fun little statistic. Thank you. He's come prepared, I mean, I'll write this. Yeah, I have come prepared. <laughs> in 2014, around 19% of 16 people uh, and over in the UK reported symptoms of having depression or anxiety. And that is around 12 million people in the UK. Wow. But obviously, that, that's not people being diagnosed, but no, no, yeah. it gives you an indication of yeah. how people are feeling and stuff like that, at least. So. Mm. You're not sort, isolated. Yeah, no, definitely. There's, there's people everywhere that are going through this type of thing. But um, what sort of symptoms would you say you suffer with the most? Really, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah just, I think. Because people can have a mix between social and general 
mm. think I'd ever mix between that. Um, but it's weird because social anxiety is such a weird thing to... Because obviously it makes sense. Like You can logically see that if you meet someone new, you're going to be a bit anxious, or if you're presenting in front of someone, you'll be mm. a bit anxious. Mm. But obviously in this case, it's like out of proportion. Like you're feeling too much anxiety yeah, for yeah. The, the actual situation. But with me, it's like random, like say you're going to a party with your family or going to a family gathering or something. Before you go in, being in like this fucking dread was like, like just randomly. Mm, and yeah. you think like, I was thinking to myself, like, you're an idiot, mate. Why? Like, you don't, you're not supposed to feel anxious going into meeting your family. It's, so, like, yeah. it's kind of the thing you always can't control. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'll tell a sort of somewhat jokey story, but in the same way related. Um, I remember when um, I had to go to like a family do sort of party with like a load of sort of the older generation, and um, yeah, they're a bunch of old tossers. <laughs> But, yeah. but like the thing is, you cancer guy, mate. It was like, as you cancer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the thing is, you, you're like dreading going in there. I mean, I'm not sure if like I was, I was probably dreading of the type of conversations they'll bring up, and really, I had every right to be dreading it. Uh, but yeah. um, that doesn't mean yeah. you should. <laughs> yeah, <it doesn't. laughs> obviously, Chris, in your situation, yeah. like, while that is related to anxiety, the feeling of anxiety, it's not. Obviously, it's not, it's not anxiety true. disorder. No, Because yeah. um, obviously everyone does experience anxiety. When you go up to present in class, you're not feeling no. serenity, are you? You're feeling a bit anxious. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I have had panic attacks and and uh, yeah, it's not fun. Do you want um, to yeah, go into a bit more detail? Oh, yeah, just random ones like <laughs> things like just like even when you're in class, man. Like, Sorry? Yeah, like when you're in class in school. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I, I'd be like, <laughs> fucking, it's just so dumb when you think about it. But um, I'd say I wanted to give an answer or something. Hmm. And I'd know it was right, even though I know it was right. Just, but I don't panic like, what? <laughs> and like, it just doesn't like, that's another part of anxiety. It just makes you feel like weak and stuff like that. Yeah. It makes you feel like. Just makes you feel like, in my case, anyway, it just makes you feel a bit like embarrassed and silly, like, mm, no, yeah. like and also, um, I, I think you guys can attest to this. Um, there's uh, there's a symptom of it or a behaviour, especially in social anxiety, which is called like I think it's called like uh, what is it? Fuck, it's called like um. I don't know. It's basically like, um, oh, not oversharing, but like, you know, like bigging yourself up or something, like putting on, mm. putting on like a facade sort of thing. I don't know the fancy term for it, but like putting on a different persona sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, yeah, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but like, I'd always be, I'd you know, try and be like making jokes and all that. Like, my yeah, yeah. All that. Oh, and right. inside, that was from a place of, you know, like, not weakness, but you know, a place of vulnerability. You know, you don't want to see, you don't want to like be judged by people. Or, like, you know, especially because it's school, you don't want to be laughed at because no one feels oh, like yeah, yeah. getting like piss taken out of them because you're because you know the first thing if you said it literally if you <laughs> like, right we didn't use PC language in school right guys so I'm gonna have <laughs> bad language here, but like if if I was to come out and say old oh, boys you know Mr uh, So and So. Just ask me a question. I had a panic attack. You're like, uh, you poof, you're gay, mate. <laughs> that's like, like, yeah, like, school is fucking. Yeah, like it's like. I'm not saying you guys are the worst, obviously, but you know, it's just that sort of. Like, you don't want to be judged, sort of thing. No, no, no. I think yeah, and school is like fucking awful for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is because you, you know, it's no one understands like. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't really think like. But like that, really. I don't think about other people that much. No, no, no. And so it's like, you don't know the effect you're having on people, especially in school, because like, yeah. you see the same people almost every day. So, you know. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's almost why when you say something like that, oh, um, 
you know, I've just had a panic attack or something, you know. That's why I think some of the reactions would be the way they work, because people just see that so out of the norm from the way other people would like to yeah, exactly. present themselves. Like, there's also, like, that weird thing in school where, like, even if you think that, like, oh, you want to say something else, you think, oh, what if they say, like, what if this guy or this guy doesn't agree? Or like, what if the group doesn't agree? And I get like, mugged off as well. So you sort of go along with the thing that's like, you know, the most safe to say, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, yeah, it's totally like group mentality that, yeah. that's why school is such a devastating thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. We've all been a part of that, I think. If you... Yeah, yeah, we've all, like, I think everyone's been a part of it, really. It's, mm. it's not a nice thing. Yeah, don't feel no, good like, about it. Exactly, but, uh, that's what I mean. Like, we've all been a part of, like, joining in with it and actually being a victim of it, you know. We've all had that experience yeah, that... and we've, yeah, there's a lot of times where I just wish, you know, you could just go back and be like, why, why did you do that? Just don't do that. Exactly. Why don't you do something nice yeah. instead of doing something mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is really true, though, I think. It's, it's I think school like, is fucking devastating. Like, yeah, going on school, young people. Like, at school, it's such like a weird thing, sticking a bunch of like underdeveloped <laughs> idiots <laughs> that don't know yeah. anything about like, no. socialised everything in together and let them do what they want. Because what, like, if you say something to someone in school, what what actually goes wrong? The teachers are don't say that. Oh, you're gonna yeah. have a deep detention after school. Like, it's <laughs> a shit. The kids are still gonna do that. But, yeah. 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 So uh, did you feel like in school when like a teacher would ask you a question, would you always get like panicky, like sweaty? Think mm. or not? I was always quite good at like reserving myself. But mm. inside, I was like, you know, hundred uh, miles per hour. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, it's weird because it wasn't all the time, but it was most of the time like consistent enough. To, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, the reaction that I had was out of proportion to. Um, yeah, that, that's what it is, isn't it? Like rational, rational uh, thoughts and stuff. Thoughts, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, man. Yeah, so putting on that mask is definitely a thing that um, a lot of people do. Do you think? Uh, do you think putting on that mask is really bad, or do you think sometimes it's needed, or do you think mixing um, both? I think it is, at the time, it's like your safest bet, I guess, in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really a good thing to do because, you know, it, this, you're not being genuine to yourself. And no. you know, if, you're, if you're not facing up to your, the reality of things, then it's, it's not going to go well for you because no, no. you're just going to end up trying to suppress it even more or do something that's wrong or do something that's bad and, and then you would feel worse about yourself and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to um, do you want to move on to more of a specific diagnosis, or do you want to save that for a little bit, a little bit later? Uh, well, I've just been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. That's it, basically. I thought that was yeah. like, a bit more that you wanted to go into detail with, or oh, like the what, like actually getting diagnosed, or yeah, no, I mean, you can go through that sort oh, of whole going story, to or GPs, or something like that. Um, yeah, oh. First of all, I'd say if you do think you've got a mental disorder to anyone listening, go. It's all out. Go to GP. It's mm. just your safest bet because, you know, they've got the tools to help you and they can also refer you to these, like, free charity things and all that that give you a support network. So even if you don't have anyone to support you in your immediate family or anything, you can always mm. go to someone that's anonymous and unbiased. Mm. So, okay. yeah, uh, I think that's your safest bet. Um but yeah, it does, t- it does take a lot of courage to build it up. But I'd say, yeah, yeah. like I said earlier, if you're going to go to the GP for any mental disorder or anything, because sometimes GPs, while they're, you know, they have a lot of work to do, and they're general practitioners, so they're not going to know everything. No, no. And especially some GPs are a bit older, and you know, they don't really know, they're not up to date on mental health. Mm. So go in with like resources from government or some sort of charity and show it to them and say, yeah, this, I think this girl, I've called up this outline and stuff and all that. And, um, yeah, go and, go and uh, yeah. talk about that. Come in prepared. Because it's also very, it's easy to, um, 
go in there unprepared and then sort of get caught off guard and you're like, oh shit, fuck. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Sort of back out and you don't want to do it, sort of thing. Um, yeah, so going prepared, I'd say that's definitely your number one top tip to uh, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so I went to the GP. It's basically a pretty standard story. Just went in there, told him my symptoms. He was like, all right, mate. Um, just filled out like, some little questionnaire things and all that. And then he gave me like some score. And he sat to me and said, all right, Jack, I think you're severely depressed. And I was like, oh, thanks for that. And then... <laughs> right, what, just like that? Right, that's it, mate? Yeah. Yep, it's like, there you go. Um, and then, yeah, so I guess that's a good segue into, like, treatment and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you guys want to ask about that? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Comfortable what about kind that. of... Yeah, what kind of... What kind of things do they recommend or move you on to, like, any drugs or therapy or counselling, whatever it is? Um, yeah, so... I just get box. Um, it's called uh, sertraline, which is my most common drug that is prescribed for depression in the UK, anyway. Okay. So they basically just instantly gave me that, and yeah. uh, you're supposed to you're supposed to take it every day, right? Yeah, every day. And it takes quite a while to kick in, and there is some problems that can go on in the first few weeks while you're getting used to it. Yeah. Like, it can actually increase your risk of like, committing suicide. I know it sounds a bit weird, but well, yeah. Um, but they will talk to you all about that. And if you're like severely like, uh, depressed and you think like you've had suicide attempts in the past, I don't know if they'd put you on this one or something else, but yeah. They're, they're always going to talk to you about different options. They've got got everything behind them. Um, it, they do it on a personal basis. Um, but yeah, so surgery. Um, there is some side effects, but you know, like with any medication, you're not you're yeah, not yeah, of guaranteed to get any, or you can get a few. Or you know, they got a pretty comprehensive list in the box. So read out some of these. Some of them are funny. There you are. Just have a good giggle at some of the words <laughs> in the uh, paper. Um, I won't specify if I have any or not. Um, so, let me just read what it says. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is used for um, anxiety as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's a double whammy. Um, so, yeah, some common side effects. So they got them into categories, like very common, one in ten people, common, uncommon, rare, and stuff like that. So some of the common side effects are insomnia, dizziness, sleepiness, diarrhea, dry <laughs> uh, mouth. Because I had that all the time, mate, fucking dry mouth. If you guys have any t- taken a uh, unnamed substance before, you know that is. Um, <laughs> This one is the funny one, guys. You ready to laugh? Uh, ejaculation yeah. failure. Wow. Right. So oh, yeah. basically failing to, you know, achieve. You know, right. um, Don't know that. Might save a day or not. But um, <laughs> yeah, just that's to give you some ideas. But you know, it's not yeah, yeah. scared of. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Just um, you know, you probably won't have them for a long time anyway. Or if you, you might not even have any. So it's one in ten people. But, um, yeah, it's not like you're gonna die or anything. <laughs> no. Would, how yeah, many I, um have you taken it every day when you're supposed to, or are you slowly like easing off of it? Or no, I'm still on it, full full power. But um, yeah, it's like any medication. It's like yeah, there's always pros to cons. So I think yeah, yeah, of course. You know, not being all like easing your depression is you know outweighs if you get a bit of diarrhea or something. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, don't be scared of side effects because you might not even get them anyway. Do you think it's actually like really helped you out or? Um, yeah, significant, uh, oh, significantly not. Um, yeah, I'd say it definitely has. It's got me, um, you know, out of bed and, you know, actually doing some normal things, but there are obviously the bad days and good days and all that, but mm, yeah, definitely yeah. in a better position than I was before I was taking it. That's good to hear. So, you got any questions about that, or...? Yeah, um... 
because you hear a lot of stuff, don't you, about antidepressants being uh, not bad for people, but like, uh, you know, you hear about a lot of things like we shouldn't be over reliant on them. Depressed people shouldn't yeah. be over reliant on them. What do you think about that? Um, it's kind of dumb because it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, the sun, just piss off. Um, stuff like that, you know, it's like... Because I'd, I'm just going to give you, like, a question, a thing to think about. It's like yeah. saying to someone that's diabetic, like, do you, are they too over-reliant on this? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you need it. Like, you, obviously, you don't need it, because you're not going to die if you don't have it, but it's, like, it's a pretty essential part of treatment. Yeah, yeah. To be able, no, yeah, it's, just... it's sort of like a... It's not going to get rid of it. It's not like a magic cure. It's not going to get rid of everything, but it sort no, of lifts no. you into that position where you're not looking at everything like, so bad. Yeah, yeah. It gives you it gives you just a leg up to try and you know get into things, into the motion of normal life, all that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it can help you with, like, therapy and that. And so, yeah, mm. it just allows you to get into that mindset of, yeah, age yeah. I guess that's what you can call it. Yeah. Are you um, are you doing like counselling as well with it? Or yeah, I've been to a counsellor. I mean, no. the thing with counselling is it's not like they're not actually. I don't know. They're not allowed to give you anything, any medication, anything. And no, no. It's sort of like counselling is just like talking therapy. It's sort of like mm. um, like oh how's your day things like that it's like it's like to give you someone to talk to i'd say they're yeah. like the least qualified like people to talk to <laughs> also a better one i think is um uh, cbt oh right yeah and you can get this from any like i think there's loads of go- like charities and government things that like give you cbt for free so you don't have to pay for it whereas counseling you have to pay for it or at least private okay. um yeah, and so basically that just helps you understand how your negative um, thoughts and stuff tie into your negative emotions and how that results in <laughs> negative actions and all that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just it's just a bit better. It's a bit more official, right? It's a bit more... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Than this, right? it's, um, yeah, and also it's free. Has mm. <laughs> that... Oh, no, go on. No, go on, no, go on. Uh, so the only thing is the waiting list can be bit long for the cbt because you know there's other people trying to get it but yeah yeah you can get it relatively fast um yeah what was you gonna say george yeah, yeah i was gonna say have you done like cbt and if you have has it how's it changed the way you think about things yeah i've done cbt for um social anxiety and uh, the thing is it was a bit shit because i started doing it just before lockdown <laughs> Oh, um, coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> so they cancelled it, but you started doing it online. So I don't know. I think it's a bit less effective, but it does, it does still give you a good insight into how some of these um, thoughts actually, yeah. how much your brain influences your body and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Do you guys actually want to speak? Because I've been speaking for like 50 hours. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how are you here, mate? We're trying to understand yeah. you a bit better and uh, yeah. get to understand. Did you guys say about CBT and that? Uh, um, uh, I think that's just about it, really. I think, because um, usually what they do is they put you in a group. Oh, okay. uh, it's this charity that I've been to is called Mind. I don't know if you have it. Uh, I think I do. Uh, and they're just behind there. Uh, uh, just... Um, Behind Better Gym in Bexley. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, uh, close to that. And yeah, they've just put you in a group. So I only one session, but it was all right because it like gives you that. It, like, it's sort of counterintuitive. Why would you have a group session for social anxiety? Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you that, like, um, you know, that, that group, everyone in there has gone yeah, through it. Yeah. And so you sort of all laughing at the same things and like, you know, <laughs> you sort of understand each other. It's not just random people. Like, yeah, it's nice to someone that knows, what, knows exactly what it is. I don't know. Maybe you might find a friend in there or something. You might find... Well, that's it, yeah. ...future partner or something. Or, <laughs> yeah, so it's good. And it gets you out of the house. You're not 
That's good. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's really important getting out and about. Yeah, because fuck me, like being, it's just like there were whole days, mate, where I had to just be in bed, like doing nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm used to being like the whole day, like not yeah, even getting yeah. out to shower or eat or anything or doing stuff like that. It's just yeah. So yeah, getting out the house and you know, having that purpose, even if it's just one small thing, um, it's pretty good. I mean, it yeah. is a lot harder now because of oh, yeah, yeah. but don't despair, guys, because it'll be over soon. Yep. And um, there's still lots of little things you can do in lockdown to give you a routine, mm. yep. you know, because it's so easy. Like, it's so easy to, um, in the morning, well, I'd say for me, the mornings are the worst because it's so easy to be like, oh, fuck this, I don't want to do this. Like, I just don't have the energy, I don't want to do this and like, go back to bed or whatever. But if yeah. you've got this, like constant routine, then you've at least got something to do. And then by the time you're out of bed and you've had a shower or whatever, then you're at least out of bed and you could, you know, you're in yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of things you can do in lockdown, like, uh, you know, go talk to your neighbours, something like Yeah. It actually gives you something, like, there, actually, there might be someone actually interesting next door. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Someone Nice next door or something like that. <laughs> saying nice to your neighbour, like, offer to, I don't know, <laughs> their dog, offer to walk their dog or something. Yeah, yeah. If obviously, keep it to social distancing measures. Uh, yeah, that obviously, is obviously, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not in danger, anyone. We do not, we do not want anyone dying from coronavirus. Exactly. Um, if they're I, old and they need some, like, stuff in their garden or they're shopping or something, just... You know, I get that from because it makes you feel good, help it, and it makes them feel good. So it's like a double positive. Mm. Like, so you can either sit on your ass all day and you know, like wither away and you know, be yeah. all full of all this worry and guilt and all that, and, or you can you know help yourself and help someone else. And actually, have some positive change in the world. How do you? What advice would you use someone then who? Who hasn't got the motivation or energy to to get up and get out there and help someone or do something? This is a tough one because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like literally trying to talk to someone in that state. So it's all to a break warm up because yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like a part of it is people just have to come around to it in their own time, sort of okay. thing. But yeah. obviously, in the real world, you actually have to like. Go and yeah. do stuff like go and study yeah, yeah. or have a job or something. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's not going to change all at once, is it? It's like, no, no, no. I would say just have that support network sort of thing. And like, yeah, just go to the doctor's mate and get some advice or some, yeah, saying that can help you at least get out of bed. Because mm. um, sometimes, even if you don't have the motivation to do something, even just doing it might ignite, like, trigger something in your like, hmm. You never know, like, you, you might go off, uh, I really don't want to do this, like, I just have no motivation, and you do it. You're like, oh, shit, I really like that. And you might feel Because yeah, yeah. it's not like with depression, you don't have any feelings at all. Obviously, no, no, no. Yeah, like, it might, you know, give that little flair and stuff, like, stuff you can do in lockdown. If you like writing... You know, write a poem or something like it sounds dumb, but you might get into writing. Yeah. Or if you, you know, if you like gardening, going, you know, they're opening the gardening shops now, go and do some gardening. Exactly, yeah. Do That'd some cool. baking, you know, because then you can get fat and have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do some cooking, like stuff like that. Help someone out. Ask, ask your dad if they need some help, or ask your mum if they need some help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I've come closer to my family during this time. Yeah, it definitely makes you. Yeah, it makes you a lot closer and gives you something to bond over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, going back to um, routines and stuff. I, I remember reading somewhere that it was saying if you have a a, a constant routine and a, a like you know a good idea of what you want to do throughout the day or you know throughout your week and you keep organised, it's a great sort of anchor to keep your you mentally stable. You know, it, yeah. it, it provides you with uh, a way to find out exactly what you need to do day one, day two, day three, or, you know, hour one, hour two, hour three. And it just, it keeps you sort of 
grounded and m- mentally you've got a path and a, a goal that you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Because it's like if you have no routine and you know if you've got nothing to get up for, um, so, so say if like. You wake up at 8 a.m., whatever, and you have no routine. You think, fuck it, I've got nothing to do. Go back to bed, sleep in all day, sleep until 11. You think, oh, fuck, let's go back to bed, sleep until like 3 a.m., 3 p.m. <laughs> then you get up, go piss, do something, <laughs> go back to bed. Like, yeah. there's nothing to really do. But yeah, with the routine, it sort of gives you at least like a skeleton. Like, and then throughout the day, you can you know, add the flesh to it, you know. You never know what sort of experiences you're going to have in the day, so why not try yeah. and expand those experiences? I mean, even the smallest things can be like a, a massive help as well, just yeah. you know, <laughs> getting up and going downstairs and making breakfast. You know, it's, it's small, but it gets you, you then know that you're getting started and you, you then you probably don't want to go back to bed again because you've got out of it, unless yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's, you've given yourself something to get up and go for you know it's, it, even though it's small it will provide you with something much bigger to do yeah, exactly mate and it, like, it, um, it it shows you that you're actually a part of the world like <laughs> in no matter how small like, if you make breakfast you're actually doing something like you're actually making a change in the world no matter how small it is it's like you've turned this stuff into this mm. and that's like it gives you this little bit of self-worth like oh We've actually done this, or and then the better you get, say if you cook, you start off with like an omelette, and then as you progress, you're making like these really good meals, and you know, it just builds you as a person, builds you, yeah. as, builds your skills. And then you know, when you're chatting up a bird, you can say, Oh, look, I've got, I know, <laughs> so you don't have to worry. And you know, girls love that, they do. <laughs> I think we'll have to uh, get a female on the podcast to clarify, but. Um... <laughs> All right, and um, I've got a question. Jack, what is the best... Say... Uh, where's that one? Sorry. What is the best advice you can give someone or the best way you can help someone who has depression in your experience? Like, what is the best things you could do for someone and, and anxiety? Oh, what, if you're, like, their loved one? Or... Yeah, yeah. If you're their friend, loved one, or something like that, what's the best thing you could do to help someone? Uh... Just try and be understanding. Like, it is hard because you think you got, like, especially for par- some parents, like, you think, oh, fuck, I've done all this. Like, cause it's really hard on some parents because they blame themselves. Yeah. Um, so don't blame yourself if you're a parent or brother or saying, um, yeah, it's not your fault. Uh, and also just, yeah, try and understand, just try and help them in as many ways as possible. Don't. But, like, don't force it too much, like, you know. Like, just give them little things, like, oh, you want to try and do this? And if they say no, don't be like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Mm. Like, just, like, try and ease them slowly into things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not, like, one big jump. But, yeah, mm. try and... Just try and give them, like... Because most people who are going through it don't even know what they're going through. So maybe try and give them some information or, you know, show them that... They can get out of it and all that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's good. Thank you. Would you say that's heavily linked to the the best advice you've received? Like, Is that pretty close or is there something Uh, else that you'd say is the best advice you've ever received? um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Best advice I've ever received. I don't know if it was like advice, but it was just like, you know, support, comfort, like, Mm. you know. Just like your parents understand, and you know, like, um, yeah, just supporting you through this like, tough time. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Like you know, as, as long as someone else um, sees and understands, although obviously they're not used, they can't fully understand, but they just try their best. That's that's what matters, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think, uh, you know, moving on to a recurring segment that always happens in a podcast, story time. Um, We've had a couple of stories today, but, you know, they've been linked to depression and anxiety. Um, But, Jack, would you say you've got any stories that you want to share or um, (laughs) that you think are either funny or useful or uh, however important? I might put me on space. 
Uh, <laughs> any stories? Damn, I reckon I always cut out the delay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think. Uh, all right, I'll tell you one story, boys. Um, me and this other unspecified guy that you know, um, we were at the old uh, pub. Um, I think one time this is probably like a year ago. I think. Sorry. No. Um, come out of the pub, pretty uh, not too uh, far gone, but pretty far gone. Um. And also later on become under the influence of an unspecified substance. <laughs> nice. And then we're going down to the bus stop. You guys are familiar with it. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's probably about like, it's like right when the bus is uh, going to stop. So, like, what is it, like 1 a.m., was it? Yeah, something And <laughs> we're probably at the bus stop for like 10 minutes just talking. And, like, she, we looked to our left, and the whole time we were sitting there, we didn't even know. Just these, like, probably 70 year old, 70 year old guy and girl, mate. Just <laughs> their heads, just snogging each other, mate. Like, there's no tomorrow, mate. And, like, the whole time we were just, like, laughing at him, but, like, because, like, we were so fucked up, right? but, like, <laughs> the guy looked at us, and, like, he was laughing along. <laughs> and then, like, he just kept kissing her, about what the fuck? <laughs> and then we was like, wait. <laughs> That's probably the most action you've had in, in like 20 years. He was like, ah, and then just kept kissing her. Like, oh, the fuck? And like, I'm pretty sure it's around our first girl. But... Nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty good there. Uh... That's about depression and anxiety, that one. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so wait, sorry, this um, this guy that you said you were with, is it um, a tall guy? Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. right, yeah, okay. I'm just trying to piece piece together who exactly it was. Yeah, um, yeah. and mate, I don't know what that guy was on, mate. Because <laughs> like, like, surely if people are like, looking at you, whatever, right? And you definitely know the people are drunk, you know. Like, mm. You just go away. But, like, he seemed to love like us looking. I was like, maybe <laughs> no, maybe that's why he stopped like doing it because he knew you were drunk. He was like, oh, yeah, he likes people watching. Like the whole time, like we were just laughing. At him. I was laughing so fucking much, mate. It was so funny. <laughs> just, like, you just don't do that every day. No, no. They're pretty old as well. But, yeah, get on it, man. Get on it. Good. It's done a good you one. Um, George, you got anything you want to uh, want to share? What about depression, anxiety, or? Uh, it's up to you, mate. If you want to delve into that, or if you feel like you want to share some other type banterous stories uh, I'm not sure I have many banterous stories uh, I've got a bit, of, a bit of a story about it it's not my story to tell so I'm not going to go too much into detail with it but hmm. it's not my story to tell it goes on to tell it <laughs> yeah, no I'm not going to tell the story it's just like you know you truly never know what someone is going through like how and oh, like God. even the smallest things, like are so hard on people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so this, is going from serious, this is going serious now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> is that right? Or do you want a funny story? Hey, right, go on. Going from seventy-year-old snogging to yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just sick, you know. And it's oh man, it's like like the smallest things can cause someone to have you know a panic attack and. And people don't people don't realise that you know, especially at school. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, like we said before, it's fucking awful. You know, and when someone has a panic attack, you know, people start laughing. You know, judging them. Mm-hmm. They don't. You don't know anything about them, but you know that's what they do, and it's hard on people, man. It really, really ruins them. And uh, you know, it's hard trying to. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but. You know, it's especially when you know someone who's going through a lot and they don't have the most supportive people like parents around them and and when they you know the best thing I think you could do is just try and be there, you know, for someone and, and care for them and show you care for them. Yeah. And understand them, you know, when and it's hard, you know, to to truly understand what people are going through, but you can do your best to and it's hard when people are so 
determined to like end their life and to try and be there for someone you know it, it it's hard it's hard it can be hard work you know and yeah of course it's not it's like because yeah. like with that like ending some of your life or whatever it's not end of the road it's like it's yeah as it can be so it's like how are you gonna convince them otherwise try and talk them out of it because yeah you can give them like the greatest points like obviously like you know like all the logical points and all the emotional points and stuff but sometimes it just can't get through some yeah need to get like professional help sort of thing yeah yeah Thanks for that Atlantic though, George. That was very good. Very, Sorry, uh, I just wanted to talk about it. No, but... that's right. Nice. No, it's very good, mate. Go very on. good in the context. Of, um, very good in context of the podcast, George. Well done. Thanks, mate. Um, Chris, you got any funny, hilarious stories? Gee, <laughs> 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 um, funny, hilarious stories. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I've got a couple. Um, but you know, how about you do one from our school? You know, where we're all involved or something. Because yeah. we're all involved, know, or something like that. I don't know. Because I know. don't. Know, I remember. So, I mean, it's not really. It's kind of funny, but it's not at the same time. But uh, it's funny right. for us. I just. Um, <laughs> I remember. It's not going to be funny for anyone else then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, this, this band came to our school. Oh, remember? Oh, yeah, in yeah, hindsight, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's legend. Mate, everyone's like, "Please, sell my dog." <laughs> and that's the funny part, mate. Oh, that's so crazy. So they start performing. They do all their bits and bobs. Didn't they like start charging for like wristbands or something? Oh, oh yeah. Didn't like some guy was like, "Oh, can I have my refund?" Or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like right at the end of the performance, like they're performing some. Songs that weren't even their own, so it's pretty. Yeah, that was like half the reason people enjoyed it. Um, but um, yeah, what about that? like sorry to interrupt you there. You you almost finished. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> yeah, Sorry, I just had a thought of like saying funny. Yeah, no, I'm almost finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll let you go. Thank you. Sorry. Don't want to let you forget. No, <laughs> right, sorry, mate. Um. I was gonna say no. Uh, uh, what about ahead of you, mate? Just screaming, school's out for summer during school summer. Oh my god, that was awful. Yeah, it wasn't great. Was so... To be fair, yeah, he was so loud, screaming into a microphone. Bit of a wanker. You don't need to do that. He also, uh, he also <laughs> mixed up uh, two. Uh, <laughs> 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 two people of um, like. Uh, Sri Lankan descent, both of them. <laughs> like, oh, something like that. And, yeah. Uh, one of them was our good friend, and the other one we knew, like sort of, and just mixed up his name. It was like <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, there's so many fucking teachers that were dodgy in our school. Yeah. What about that guy that um that surprise teacher that was um? <laughs> I don't know how true this rumor is. No, it's cool. It's probably not entirely true, but. Uh, apparently giving people pounds and he told like the whole class to like close their eyes yeah 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 <laughs> the thing is that oh guys all right, if you all close your eyes and meditate apparently he was like going around giving people like two quid and he was yeah. like them oh okay yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just one of the pedophiles cool. yeah there was another yeah. um yeah it does you ask, so. Fuck it, yeah. I want to like. Oh. I do want to share the story like properly about um, the psychology teacher, but the idea that we could get him on the podcast is you know slim. No, so. I can't. Where is it gone? No, like you know, you know, the psychology teacher in virtual, virtual yeah, yeah. Uh, porn. Oh, yeah, I want to fully go into details about that, but I think you do it um, on like a school podcast. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I think we will. I think we will indeed. That'd probably be a good time. Fuck you know. <laughs> but unfortunately I think you know it's probably a good time to wrap things up yeah bye <laughs> <laughs> I think Jesus it, yeah, been, no it has been it has been really good yeah, I just thought you know I'd at least do something that might help someone no so, yeah you're really good thanks mate you know a lot oh, of information you. you guys you're welcome bringing a lot of you know 
got a lot of good things. You know, you're not just doing comedy, you're doing actual thing that might help someone. So well done, guys. Well, yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know, I appreciate you started off with not just doing comedy. So we're doing something right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the comedy's a bit iffy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said it first, so we're clearly doing it. That's because you say it in the intro, mate. Uh, big mum? I said that's because you say it in the intro. <laughs> uh, you know, it's all about the motto. You know, we, we kind of we got to follow along with how we uh, how we present ourselves. But um, you know, th- thanks for being on the show, Jack. Thanks for being on yeah, the podcast. Thank you. Any time. It's yep. uh, it was very eye-opening. It really was. It is actually, yeah, yeah. I very much appreciated all the uh, the little comments and all the little um, nuggets of information that you've gained over the years um, with what I you've been going through. You like three times. Sorry. <laughs> Like interrupting you like three times. Yeah, this guy, this guy, you know. Alright, okay. Alright. <laughs> Don't know if we'll have That's you back on, but uh, it's really appreciative. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, thank you very much. We do appreciate yeah. it. Um, be you. sure to follow our Instagram at Totality Podcast. And also uh, send us any requests that you have that you want us to go through at tentalityrequests at gmail.com. That is tentalityrequests <laughs> at gmail.com. Thanks, Jack. Really do appreciate it. I remember it. I remember Jesus. Um, See you later. Yeah. I've been Chris. Stay safe. See you later. I've been George. Stay safe too. Bye. Bye.